0: Hello and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about the pride of King Amaziah. It was a sad story about a man who let his pride get in the way of being used by God. And what was sadder still is that Amaziah had a son, and his son's name was Uzziah. Uzziah grew up watching his father lead the people as king. Uzziah watched as his father made decisions, both the good and the bad. And so when Uzziah was just 16 years old, He became king after his father passed away. 16. Uzziah was just a teenager. Can you think of what your life might be like when you are 16? It's most likely that you won't become a king or a queen when you turn 16. But Uzziah? Not Uzziah. During the height of his teenage years, he was made king of the southern kingdom of Judah. What kind of king do you think Uzziah will be? Will he follow in his father's footsteps? Or will he be a king like David and Asa, and Jehoshaphat who had hearts that followed after God wholeheartedly? Now, before we begin our story, it's important that we go back and talk about something we learned about a while ago to help us understand today's story. In episode 31, we learned about the tabernacle. God had given Moses instructions for how to build the tabernacle that would one day become the temple. God gave Moses instructions for how to build this place because it would be the place for his presence to dwell among the Israelites. The sacrifices were also to be offered at the tabernacle or the temple. God gave Moses very specific instructions for how they were to offer the sacrifices, burn the incense, light the candles, and take care of the tabernacle and the temple. Who would be the ones to take care of the tabernacle? You see, not just anyone could offer the sacrifices, or burn the incense, or light the candles, or go behind the curtain into the most holy place. God specifically told Moses that only men from the tribe of Levi were to be the priests. Can you say Levi? The priests that were from the tribe of Levi were called Levites or Levitical priests. They were the priests who were set apart to be the only ones who could offer the sacrifices and take care of the temple. When the priest offered the sacrifices of the animals they were offering the sacrifices on behalf of the sins of the people. They were there to represent the people before God. You see God is holy and there is no sin in him and in order for a holy clean pure God to dwell among a sinful people there needed to be someone to take the punishment for that sin. Jesus had not come yet to die for the people to take their sin so the animals were offered in place of the people for their sins and the blood that was shed from the animals pointed to the blood that Jesus would one day shed for the sins of all people. This was very very important work. The offering of the sacrifices of the lambs and the calves and the oxen had to be done Only by the priests. They were caring for the animals, the sacrifices, and the temple of God where God Himself dwelt. They had to be consecrated. Can you say consecrated? Consecrated means to be set apart, to be holy, to be different from everyone else. I want you to remember this job of the priests. As we learn about King Uzziah today, after King Uzziah's father died, all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. You see, King Uzziah started out as a good king, just as his father had. God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabs who lived in Ger-Baal and against the Muanites. The Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah and his fame spread as far as the border of Egypt because he had become very powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the angle of the wall, and he fortified them. He also built towers in the wilderness and dug many cisterns full of water because he had much livestock in the foothills and in the plains. He had people working his fields and vineyards in the hills and in the fertile lands, for he loved the soil. Uzziah also had a well-trained army, ready to go out by divisions according to their numbers. The total number of family leaders over the fighting men was 2,600. Under their command was an army of 307,500 men trained for war a powerful force to support the king against his enemies. Uzziah provided shields, spears, helmets, coats of armor, bows, and sling stones for the entire army. In Jerusalem, he made devices invented for use on the towers and on the corner defenses so that soldiers could shoot arrows and hurl large stones from the walls. He became so famous and well-known for his army and his strategies and his military that his fame spread far and wide. For he was greatly helped by God until he became powerful. Now, this would have been a wonderful place to end the story. But sadly, the Bible says that after Uzziah became powerful, His pride led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God. Now what does it mean when the Bible says that he was unfaithful to the Lord? Do you know what it means to be faithful? Can you say faithful? To be faithful means to be loyal, to be constant, to be steadfast. Uzziah's heart had turned cold towards the Lord and he was no longer loyal to him. He no longer cared about following his laws or obeying him. We've talked a lot about the heart, haven't we? Uzziah's heart was no longer faithful to God, and so Uzziah did something that no other king had ever dared to do. Even the evil kings before him had not done such a thing as this. What is it, you ask? One day, Uzziah decided that he was going to enter the temple and burn incense on the altar of incense. Now you might be thinking, what is so wrong with that? Well, remember earlier in our story when I talked about the job of the Levitical priests? God's temple was a holy, holy place. He had established that only the Levites were the ones who were to enter the holy place of the temple to burn the incense and offer the sacrifices. They had been set apart to do this job unto the Lord. When Uzziah decided to enter the temple to burn the incense, he was showing just how prideful and disrespectful he had become. He thought he was better than the priests, better than God's law, that he could do whatever he wanted to do because he was king and he was famous. He forgot that God was the one who had made him king. God was the one who had given him fame. God was the one who was with him, helping him all that time. And God is the only true king. Well, the high priest who was in charge of the temple at that time was named Azariah. Azariah knew this was wrong. He knew King Uzziah should not be entering the temple. So, Azariah took 80 other Levite priests with him, and they courageously followed him in. They confronted King Uzziah and said to him, It is not right for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is for the priests, the descendants of Aaron, who have been consecrated to burn incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have been unfaithful, and you will not be honored by the Lord God. Uzziah, who had a censer in his hand and was ready to burn the incense, became angry. But something began to happen as King Uzziah was yelling at the priest. While he was raging in anger at the priests, suddenly leprosy broke out on his forehead. When Azariah, the chief priest, and all the other priests looked at him, they saw the leprosy began to spread on his forehead. So they hurried him out. Indeed, he himself was eager to leave because he realized leprosy was beginning to spread upon his forehead because the Lord had afflicted him for his disobedience. Sadly, King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. He had to move out of the palace, and he lived in a separate house, leprous and forever banned from the temple of the Lord. Jotham, his son, had charge of the palace, and he governed the people of the land. Dear truth Seekers, What truth can we find in today's story? We've learned a lot about how pride can keep God from using us. We've learned that pride makes us think we are better than God and others. We've also learned how both Uzziah and his father Amaziah paid greatly for their pride. It is never worth it in the end to be prideful. It's something we have to ask God to do in our hearts to change us, to keep us humble, to keep us from being prideful. In today's story, we also learned about the holiness of God. You see, God is holy. There is no sin in Him. He is absolutely pure, absolutely clean, and absolutely beautiful. He is light, and there is no darkness in Him. God made it so his temple was his dwelling place, and because God is holy, no unclean or unholy thing could enter the temple. That is why the priests had to be consecrated unto the Lord. They were dedicated to do the work of the Lord. They would burn the incense and offer the sacrifices for their own sins first, then they could go into the temple and they could burn the incense and offer the sacrifices for the sins of the people. God is also a God of order. He established order and therefore it was proper and good for only the Levite priest to be the ones to burn the incense and offer the sacrifices. Today God's presence lives inside of you and me because He has made us holy through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. We don't have to go to a temple to worship Him. We have Him inside of us. We are the temple. You might be thinking, how can a pure and holy and clean God dwell inside of an unclean and sinful people? It's because of Jesus. God's presence lives inside of you and me because he has made us holy. He has made us clean. He has made us pure through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. The only way a pure and holy God can be near to us is because Jesus took our punishment for us. He took all of our sin, all of our uncleanliness, all of our darkness, and He placed it upon Himself. And instead, He gave us His purity and His cleanliness. We have been washed clean and made holy in Jesus. This is how God's presence can live in us. Uzziah did not respect the holiness of God or His temple. While God is close to us and loves us very much, He also deserves our respect. We give God our full respect by honoring Him and obeying Him and being faithful to Him with all of our hearts. He is Lord. He is God. He is King. And we owe Him our allegiance, for He created us and gave us life. He loves us and sent his son to die for us. And so in return, we give him back our lives and we serve him with all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds. If you'd like to read today's story, you can find it in your Bible in 2 Chronicles chapter 26. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a holy God We come respectfully before you. We thank you that you have made a way for us to be in your holy presence through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. Jesus' blood washes us clean and removes our sins so that your presence can live inside of us. Thank you so much for making that possible. We honor you, we respect you, and we worship you with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I would like to read a few reviews that were left in iTunes for the podcast. Micaiah says, you are the best. I was just going to say you really connect to me when you don't know it. And I really love your podcast. Every night it helps me. And I am a Christian. I love you. That is so sweet, Micaiah. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Uh, The next review is from Ainsley AP. It says, we listen to your podcast almost every night. Thank you for telling Bible stories that happened a long time ago in a way that is easy for us to understand. You have a beautiful voice and your podcast is a blessing to us. From Isabel, AJ, and Sophia from Texas. Thank you, Isabel, AJ, and Sophia. And then Cassie632 says, Our three and six year olds love listening to this podcast. It has spoken to this mama's heart many times as well. Thank you for the great content and seeking after God's heart for children. Thank you, guys. And Elizabeth NC says, My six-year-old daughter asks to listen every day, and we love this podcast. I'm going through the Bible chronologically this year and love how Sherilyn does the same. She makes it understandable for kids and applicable to kids and adults alike. Episode 110 brought tears to my eyes and helped me repent in prayer with my daughter of not always loving God wholeheartedly. Thank you so much for this podcast. You are blessing families daily with your ministry." I love that review. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. And then finally, The Gracie said, I love this because it tells us about the Bible in ways that we can understand. Thank you all again so much for your support, for your reviews, and for your love for the podcast. I pray that you have a great week, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.